I am convinced with every fiber of my being, with all of the experience that I've personally had traveling, that getting out into the world, traveling is the best possible thing that you can do to broaden your perspective about life, about people, about places. It Travel removes fear. Uh, it creates empathy. Uh, it, it creates curiosity. It creates connection. It's the best gift that you can give to yourself. It's the best gift that you can give to your family, your kids. Uh, when you travel, it will completely hijack the way that you were uh, originally thinking. It will allow you to see people are people everywhere. Even though they do things differently than you do them or we do them, you get there and see, well, I guess they've been doing it like this forever. So there's got to be something to that as well, even if it's not how I do things. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the nomadic combo I had with Rolf Potts in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, go feel, go, go feel free. You should feel free. Feel go free. You should feel like you could go freely to listen to that episode. (laughs) And then come back and join us for this one. All I know is that Brad listened to it. He's like, I think Rolf and I should be friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rolf and I obviously travel similarly. And, and uh, I loved it. I was like, I can't wait to read his book now. I'm not going to lie. Oh, you should. We have it. I know. I saw it on the counter. You can, you can read it. You can read a page a day. You don't have to read the whole thing. Oh, no. I wouldn't read his first book. Oh, okay. I want to read his like original um, this one's called the Vagabond's Way. Yeah, the this, yeah, yeah. The new one is the Vagabond's Way, and that's like 366 uh, quotes and advice mm-hmm. and stuff like that. No, I, I, I'm interested in reading the first one he published about his like stories through Myanmar and stuff like that. Oh well, then you should get that before we go on. Well, I mean, everyone, you're listening to this after we've come back from the trip, but Brad, you should get it <laughs> before we leave. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're recording this before we go, which speaking of, we. In real time, literally just got back. By the time you listen to this, in your real time of ears, yeah. um, listening to this episode, we'll have just gotten back from Cambodia. Yeah. And you can get yourself on the wait list for the next one because I, you've had so much FOMO. Oh, you don't know. You don't even know. This was a, uh, the, the, so um, our retreaters don't even know what we have planned for them. I'm, I, it, they, they have not yet experienced this, but by the time you'll, you'll be listening to this, they will have experienced an yeah. epic waterfall yeah that was uh dedicated only to the king mm-hmm. uh, only the king and the royal family were allowed to go there mm-hmm. and um, now it's open to the public and it's very much off the beaten path it's about an hour and a half outside the city and uh this is um, not something that we usually do but we have an adventurous group with us this time and yeah. we decided we're gonna we're gonna throw that into the mix yeah um, well it's also the to get to this particular place in cambodia you cannot take a big van it has to be yeah, has to a be smaller car because it is 
it is like up through the mountains. And then there's also these apple bananas. This was the craziest thing when I saw these. <laughs> They're red bananas. Yeah. Anyways. They're pretty cool. You can go. You can join us next time. Yeah. Um, this, uh, this, if you haven't heard us talk about Cambodia before, welcome to the podcast. Hi. We talk about it every single episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do right now. Um, LeslieLogan.co slash retreats will get you on the wait list. We do take a limited amount of people and we are only doing one next year. So. Yes. Um, if you keep going, I'll do the next one. It's going to be the fall of 2023, mm -hmm. um, most likely like September or October. So mm -hmm. um, uh, anyway, that's what we're we're looking at. So get yourself on the wait list, leslielogan.co slash retreats, yep. plural. And so we are unpacking our bags just to pack them back up because we're going into a different weather. Uh, we're going to Scottsdale, Arizona, which you might think is warm, but it's not at it's this time of the year. opposite. As Cambodia, <laughs> yeah. So Cambodia is hot and humid, and we're gonna go to some place where our skin is gonna shrivel up, and we're gonna chop our lips, and we need a coat. Um, also, um, my goal is to do the Grand Canyon, and I just heard from the podcast I just interviewed that y'all will listen to later. Uh, but you can like do the Grand Canyon in a day, and I'm wondering if we can do that. I wonder if we have the time to do that. We so there's a there's a really interesting Grand Canyon experience that I don't know if we can pull it off but if we can is it the glass bridge thing because i don't no, know the glass bridge is, the <laughs> is on the north side okay i was gonna say i don't know about that one <laughs> well that's like you know terrifying the calgary tower was was terrifying it was like two inches of glass and i was like ah <laughs> no, this is an eight mile hike down into yeah the, the i want to do that all the way to the bottom yeah. and then also you can actually stay down there or at least you could pre-covid i don't know if they've opened it back up but there's like a hotel yeah we don't have time there. for that we have time for the hike so yeah. we're gonna do the hike part and yeah. then we'll if we like it and we like the digs we can book it late for a future adventure <laughs> let's just explore it all right we'll see we'll we will uh this is kind of a perfectly applicable uh conversation for this episode i know i know but before we get to this episode yes. uh super super quick because people have been asking and we've talked about in previous episodes we are going on the winter pilates tour yes and you're going to want to go to onlinepiletesclasses.com to see which cities we're going to there. most likely it will be slash tour yeah uh so onlinepiletesclasses.com slash tour but otherwise you can just go to the website you'll yeah. find it yeah we'll put a little pop-up thingy on there too but um space is limited in every class for a variety of reasons the space we're using and um we are just doing hitting like a couple cities up dallas houston atlanta nashville look at the site for just all the couple. cities just a couple greensboro greensboro uh, philly, philly area we're working on that cleveland one. yes st louis maybe <laughs> <laughs> just a few um, but I do hope you come on the tour. We'd love to see you in person. Um, we'd love to teach you. And also, uh, because, you know, I know it's the holidays, but everybody wishes they had a little workout and escape during the holidays. Yeah. So we're here to provide that for you. It's okay. going to be a blast. So, um, we had an audience question, um, that I wanted to make sure that we got to before we dive into Rolf. Yes. And uh, I, I, I put this question into this episode because uh, because of this conversation with Rolf and travel and uh, inspiration, and I'm going to modify it. So the question was, why did you first go to Cambodia? And if you've listened to this podcast at all, you've definitely heard me talk about my National Geographic experience. In fact, Leslie briefly mentioned it during the interview. But um, what I wanted to actually talk about instead was uh, uh, the mentality that i had of wanting to go versus finally going mm. and 
so when I first, you, you've heard me talk about Nat Geo. I was 12. I saw this amazing spread on Cambodia. I said, this is the jungle book in real life. I have to go there. And that, I was 12. But I didn't go to Cambodia until I was in my 30s. Right. And for me, I lived in Boston. I was a college student. I was working, you know, um, you know, hourly jobs. I was doing all that stuff. And I, I just the way I, I perceived um, travel, the way I perceived, especially Cambodia, it just seemed like I might as well have been trying to go to another planet. Um, and um, and that's just how I, you know, I was like, I will go there one day, someday, mm -hmm. eventually I'll get there. But um, I never actually um, well, made it a priority and, until when you asked me, where are we going on our honeymoon? I was like, oh, this is it. I finally can do this. We're going to go do this. And that was when the decision was made to go. And that's when we actually started to plan it. And the thing that was hilarious to me was it was the first time I ever actually looked into going. I always wanted to go, but I never looked into going. And when we were looking at our plane tickets, it was cheaper to go to Cambodia than it was to fly to my parents' house for fucking Christmas. I know. That really hurt. That's why like, we stopped flying. I was like, I'm not flying what your parents. <laughs> we'll drive. But, but that was the crazy thing was I could not believe how accessible it actually was. Well, and I think, and we can talk about it, you know, as we get into Rob's episode as well, but I too, cause I grew up not traveling and I grew up always thinking travel is expensive and hearing people say we saved up for like, we do a trip every other year or whatever. So I just thought that travel was hard. Travel is expensive. Travel is things that people could do. And someday, and you said that the word someday, right. that, that word and, and just need to get out of the English language because it should be, I'm going there. Yes. I'm going there. Yeah. And when people say when you can say, I'm working on that, I'm going to get back to you. You don't have to like, you can, you, but I think it's so easy to make someday never. Yeah. And you, and you, you just said it, you didn't even look to see how much it would cost. I never actually looked what into What a it. great inserted be it action item. Just look at. <laughs> great just, question. Just look at just <laughs> the place that you want to go or the thing you want to do. What if you just looked it up to see what it was so you could actually. You know, wrap your head around. It, yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah, because maybe it isn't accessible tomorrow, but maybe it could be in six months. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just we have a girl we're gonna have on the podcast, but she's a mutual friend of ours. Her name is Joanna White, and she is wanting to buy a house in like Greece and a couple other places. And she wants to rent blah, blah, blah. And she asked me like, well, so this is what she asked me. She's like, how much was like the down payment you had to have on your house? And I said, well, that's a great question for someone who wants to do something someday. She's trying to wrap her head around right. this goal that she has, right? And so truly, if more of us did that, if more of us just like asked the question to get to the first next step of what we wanted, you could have all the things you want. You yeah. can. But if you go, someday I'll do this, and you don't ever look at how to even have the thing or do the thing that you want to do, it's a never day. Right. It's not going to happen. Well. I love it. I love uh, that question. Um, I'm so super passionate about travel and I have lots of thoughts and uh, comments on Rolf. Um, so uh, Let's we'll, talk be, about him. we'll be back in just a sec. loves it's here opc summer camp you know that thing we started last year well we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world which means all day long you can nerd out with me at camp zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot no you can have the amazing food from your own home you can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for in fact you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money 
fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got Reformer. We've got some happy hip Reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers, and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! All right. Now let's talk about Rolf Potts. Uh, as someone who never stays in one place for too long, Rolf Potts is a travel writer who has reported from over 60 countries and for publications like National Geographic and Discovery. He is a proponent of micro-adventures, no matter where you are, and uses his curiosity to lead him. When he isn't experiencing a new location, Rolf is probably with his wife at their farmhouse in Kansas. You know what? I I just want to like toot my own horn for a second. I have now had two Nat Geo contributors on this podcast oh, yes. in what, 152 episodes. Woo! That's pretty like freaking great because it's like, what is it? Less than 0.2% of people get picked to do Nat Geo. Like what's that? Oh, I can't remember what the stat was. It was but in it's Don like... Malora's episode. It was like a very specific right. percentage. Yeah. John Anyways. the photographer. And now we have uh, Rolf the writer. Yeah. So uh, one thing that I loved was he said, make travel an active part of your life, not an escape from your life. Ooh, read that again. Not an escape from your life, but an escape into your life. And his story that he used was when he, um, during the pandemic to travel, he did a 22 mile walk in his city, like across his town in Kansas. And, and it's so true when you walk places, you start to see things you don't see when you drive. And they could have been there forever. Like, oh my God, look at this store. It's like, yeah, you don't see it when you're driving because you're trying not to hit another car. When you're walking, you get to take time to like see it all and take it in. You can make it an adventure. And I do think a lot of people go on vacations to get a break from their life. But what they end up doing is like getting sick (laughs) and, um, and not really, um, the 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 way that they prioritize a trip is an escape from their life. So they're not actually seeing how they can apply any of their trip into their life. Um, you know, like I, that's something I do over there. It's not something I do here. Yeah, I think it's um, we have this very a couple of comments first about the, the walking across the town. I'll I'll comment on that in a second. But this idea of um, uh, the vacation being the moment that you can take a breather, the moment that you can like okay, finally I'll be able to rest or whatever. Uh, that's not really, that's like, that's not necessarily reality trip. You know, like <laughs> when you go to a place, uh, I know there's two types of travelers. The person who gets there with an itinerary of 400 things they want to do in a day. And then the person who doesn't want to do a single thing and they just want to sit in their room or sit on the beach and read a book, right? Making it an active part of your life. Uh, what he was also getting at with walking across town is he said, look, when we were in the pandemic, we weren't allowed to fly or wasn't an option. We couldn't do that. So how could I keep traveling even though I'm, I'm right here? And he, his curiosity, which uh, we, we mentioned during his bio, drove him to drove. That's ironic to say that word. Coincidence to say that word. What I mean is he, instead of him driving his like from one town to the next, he decided he and his wife decided to walk. He said it took seven hours, 22 miles. But along the way, they got to see and experience and like feel this town that they've known forever in a completely different way. And it was incredibly revealing. He talked about seeing these lovely fields and seeing pastures and, you know, sheep and people and like little stands on the side of the road. And suddenly his curiosity was 
you know, lit on fire again. Uh, and he didn't even have to do any crazy travel expenses or anything like that. It just took a day and walked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, um, I think Keith said it, um, somewhere in the episode, like your, your vacation can also start in like planning of it. Like you can, you don't have to like, wait till you get to the place, be like, no, I'm on my trip. It can actually be part of the the whole thing can be part of the vacation. So yeah, he I, talked about um, making a habit out of uh, travel, and this is this is an example of that. But you're exactly right. Like it could be, uh, how can you start practicing? Uh, like when you get to a place and, and you've like come up with your itinerary and all the things. What if you came up with that itinerary in your hometown and tried a new restaurant locally, and you know did a new park or a new hike or a new I don't know, like go test drive a car. Something that you wouldn't normally do um, in your hometown, you can start that habit now. And then when you get to where your destination is, um, uh, then you're there and you're already in the habit of being curious, exploring. Yeah, yeah I love it. What did you love that he said? Yeah, okay. So um, uh, the idea of skipping the commercial travel itinerary and letting curiosity guide your travel is one of my favorite things. Uh, there's different quote unquote types of travelers. And the one that's fit, free, independent traveler, the FIT traveler, um, is the person who's like, don't tell me what to do. I, I can figure it out on my own. Like if they can do it, then I can do it. And I, I really embrace that mentality. I said it kind of in a, uh, <laughs> a, a, a little sarcastic way, but I, I like the, when you go to a place, we were talking about escapism versus experiencing it. Uh, I, I keep thinking about, I don't know, Cancun. When you go to Cancun, you're effectively flying to a casino on the beach. It's not really a <laughs> casino, but like it's perfect, air-conditioned. You're completely isolated. They just hand you tequila for four days straight, right? And there's food and there's turtles on the beach. And it's quite lovely and beautiful. But you have no connection at all to Mexico in that space. You have no connection to Cancun, no connection to the people. You might engage with a taxi driver from the airport to the massive resort that's on the beach, right? And, you know, look, there is a time and a place. Sometimes that is the trip. That is the, the, the vacation. But that's definitely not like travel, right? And, and when you instead go uh, to a place with the intention of meeting people and experiencing their food, experiencing their culture, seeing how they live, all of that being revealed to you, man, it is a completely different experience. And you went to the same place. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, some people that kind of itinerary and those kind of things make an area feel safe. And the irony is a lot of the stuff that happens to people happens in the tourist area. Oh, yeah. Rolf, Rolf, Rolf talked about that, where it's like, where are the pickpockets going to hang out? They're going to hang out where the tourists are. They yeah. know. They know, they, know. Where, they know where you are. But if yeah. you walked 10 minutes to the side of where that tourist area is, mm -hmm. you probably won't find pickpockets because they're not hanging out there waiting to find you. Do you remember when we found that really cool, uh, what do we, what's the name of that restaurant that we go to? It's, um, it's got the tree house and the wine, the drink scope and the thing. And we actually were in one part of the town. Wild. Wild. Yes. So we were, so we were in this one, is in CM Reap. we're in this interesting part. It wasn't Wapo, but it's a neighborhood near Wapo. And you know, we just got like our, you know, uh, a massage and a really went to a really sweet restaurant locally, like just they're trying to teach people how to make Cambodian food. And it was a really sweet place to to eat. And we're walking. We're like, ooh, what's down this hallway over here? So we go through this hallway and it's it's not even it's like a so it's not a hallway of a business. It's a hallway between businesses. And it's well, it's got these lights and 
it looked really cool. And we're like walking, walking, walking. And we fell upon a entire restaurant that we have driven past for years, actually. But because when we drove past it, that it was closed during the day. So we didn't know that on the other side of this gate was this beautiful evening restaurant that you can just go sit at. They have these different areas we can like lay down. So if we hadn't, if we hadn't just like see, seen where curiosity led us, we would never have known. We love those owners and they've done yeah. some amazing stuff. Yeah. It's a, they're a lovely couple and they, they're employing an incredible team. Um, and also PS, uh, when your dad and I were there, we found, uh, a beautiful, uh, space just behind them too, in another alleyway that again, if we hadn't been curious and just explored off the beaten path, wouldn't have known was even there. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the idea of skipping the commercial travel, um, I'm not saying like maybe stay in the hotel. That's fine, especially if you are concerned about safety. But the truth is that you will as long as you aren't like getting drunk and stumbling through the streets, just like in the United States, like <laughs> you could get in trouble there, too. Yeah. Not necessarily with the law, but like someone could come along and take advantage of you because you're not t- you don't have it together. What if you've got your mind together, you're probably going to be just fine. Don't yeah. do stupid things. Don't get into a fight with people. Don't be drunk and running around. And wherever it is that you're exploring, you know, chances are high that you're going to be just fine, especially when you're off the beaten path, because really they're just as curious about you as you are about them. Yeah. And I know you told the story about me <laughs> with the ceremony. <laughs> in the bowls. I love the, that story so much. It's, it was so funny. But but I, I remember um, the first time that we went. Like, I don't. It was so um, it was so incredible because they were just as excited that we were there mm-hmm. as we were excited to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that actually felt very warming mm-hmm. uh, to me. And uh, like I um, actually I wrote down something that uh, Rolf said. He said, um, this holds true from Kansas to the other side of the world. If you take an interest in people, people will be flattered that you're taking an interest in them. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. We've talked about it before. Like, if you want people to be interested in you, be interested in them. And like, it's kind of in Dr. Bender's episode, she talked about that. So I mean, we could talk about travel and Rolf all the time. So well, I have one more thing I want to say. Oh, I have one more thing. This is a, this is uh, something that has um, uh, this is very much a passion. It's a belief of mine, actually. I am convinced with every fiber of my being, with all of the experience that I've personally had traveling, that getting out into the world traveling is the best possible thing that you can do to broaden your perspective about life about people about places travel removes fear uh it creates empathy uh it it creates curiosity it creates connection it's the best gift that you can give to yourself it's the best gift that you can give to your family your kids uh when you travel it will completely hijack the way that you were uh, originally thinking. It will allow you to see people are people everywhere, even though they do things differently than you do them or we do them. You get there and see, well, I guess they've been doing it like this forever. So there's got to be something to that as well, even if it's not how I do things. And it has just changed the way that I see uh, the world. Yeah, I agree. I concur on that. I think that's a, I wish more people would, would travel. Cause I think that it would actually, 
it would change their life for the better, even if it was just a, a small trip here and there. Like it doesn't have to be anything big. Just even, even going, if you're in the States, even going from North to South, South to North, like yeah. it's really kind of incredible how that can change your perspective on yourself and on others. Yes. All right, loves, it's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality. And that's why for three years, I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you wanna replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T, check it out. All right, so finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your conversation with Rolf Potts? I'm going to go first. Do it. I'm going to jump on in. <laughs> so uh, he said, the dream trip, you've been thinking about it, it really starts when you decide it's going to happen. So we talked about this a little bit briefly, but like, um, instead of saying someday, or like, I have a dream to go in here, like, it can start now. It can start with you you like thinking about the the kind of trip you want to have when you get there and how long you want to be there and you don't have to just like wait to plan it you can actually start start it today that way if you fall upon a couple extra weeks like what am I going to go do I'm going to go here you know what I mean I think we look at people who can pick up and go and we think oh it must be so easy for them no they've just been thinking about it they've, they've been, been they've been well I, I think it actually goes back to the question that we had at the beginning uh and making that decision of mm -hmm. just simply exploring what it actually like actually would cost, actually would look like. You know, my brother uh, went to Belize with his uh, wife when they did their honeymoon. And I thought, that's amazing. I wanna go to Belize. I've never even thought about going to Belize. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that he thought about going to Belize, but they just looked into it. And sure enough, they were able to make it happen. And what an incredible opportunity. Yeah, and I, I want it, I love that you took it back to the question. I really want people to, a part of being it till you see it is not waiting until it happens to do it. Like part of being it till you see it is, is thinking about that dream trip as if it is happening right. and taking steps. And 
tuning your eyes and ears to seeing possibilities for that trip to happen. Yeah. And because that's what they do. We've talked about this before. So I, I think actually his tip is actually such a be it till you see it thing. So I hope I hear takeaways on this because I would love to see pictures of you on your dream trip now. I love it. Um, my biggest takeaway is kind of two. <laughs> you really love this episode. <laughs> this is a great, this is really amazing. Um, give yourself permission. Okay. And then slow down and enjoy the experience. Okay. So with the permission, regardless of how, like, I, I think especially I was talking about those two different mindsets of travel. You either have like 800 things you need to do, or you're like, I don't want to do anything. Leave me alone. Give yourself permission for your trip to change. Mm. Okay. For you not to do 800 things for you not to just sit alone by yourself. What if it did, you know, something cool could come along or you meet another guest and they say, Hey, we're going to go have dinner down there uh, on the beach, along the beach. Do you want to come with us? Or, Hey, we're going to walk across town. Just something fun to explore. I love this. I actually went, um, I went to a soccer game, you know, I don't like soccer, but I went um, in Brazil because like they're so big on soccer. So I went to one of their professional things and I was in this, it was a tour group that was put together, but I, I met this couple and I said, Oh, what are you guys doing for dinner tonight? And they said, Oh, we're going to go to one of those places where they serve food and there's music. It's like, they have a Bossa Nova. And I said, Oh, okay, I'll meet you. So I ended up like, I, I took one planned thing and I allowed it to create curiosity on the rest of the trip. And it was so much fun to do it that way. I would never have taken myself to that Bossa Nova. And then I would have missed out on all the things that I learned there. So, um, I do think it's important that. to do that. And we have done this. Remember when we um, found that, that farm that had like the bison, like we had found the bison stuff and like we got some meats because we're just driving. We're like, oh, what's this over here? Let's take a pause on this drive and like go do that. And we found this coffee shop. Where were we? It was in Colorado. Oh, oh, oh. I was and like we, in Cambodia. And we found, <laughs> we found this coffee yeah. shop. And then you guys, here's what's so crazy. Two years later, we're on this drive. <laughs> And oh, we left Mesa Verde. I was like, I just need coffee. And we were driving. I'm like, oh, I saw I saw the meat place signs. And I was like, there's a coffee shop nearby. <laughs> and he's like, there is. I'm like, we are next to it. It's right over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, too, you know, I think that um we get, we become um, you know, we we become trapped by our uh preconceived notion of our of what our experience is supposed to be. Okay. And very short story, but my, uh, my brother, uh, and I got lost in Maui. Oh yeah. It's and not that short, but you know, I'm it. not going to tell the whole thing, but short story, we were in a national park and we stepped off the path and we got lost in the jungle. And, um, five hours later, we find our way back. Now there's a lot of fear there for me and my brother, also for my parents and my family. Right. Uh, some of the people in my family uh, were so angry at us because we made them miss another waterfall that was on the checklist of the itinerary <laughs> on the fucking trip. And I was like, uh, okay, I'm alive. I'm glad I'm alive. B, definitely made a mistake. Didn't mean to do that. But really, a waterfall? that Like, you're angry because we missed a waterfall? Like, I get it. I, I want to see this stuff too. But what if instead the trip had changed and, and something else really amazing happened? Right. And and I think that, you know, I think that we allow ourselves to get bent out of shape as in that kind of a moment. And instead of experiencing where we're at and being present 
and enjoying what's in front of us, we're like, damn it, I didn't get to this thing that was on my list. I missed this specific restaurant, rah, whatever. And, you know, that's like, do you know how many times we've been trying to get that on its head? So there. Japan, we've had amazing trips oh, both times. We still haven't been to the damn fish market. And we haven't been to the fish market, nor have we been to the one sushi guy. <laughs> and we keep trying. Yeah. But what we have never said is, damn, we didn't go to the fish market. Like, we just like, that was a great trip. I guess we'll just trip. go home now. I guess no, we'll just go home. It's like, well, what are we going to do instead? Yeah, we did. We found some, we did some really amazing cool. Stuff. We found that one amazing shopping area with great restaurants. Oh, and yeah. We found the cherry blossoms there yes, and like, we did. you know, we would have missed that. We if... found a little hole in the wall sushi bar next to the fishing market. Mm -hmm. we, oh, yeah. oh, that guy was great. Yeah. yeah. And we would never, and he had so much fun hearing about us and sharing about his restaurant and yeah. his family. And like, we would not have gotten at the fish market. No. So anyways, um, y'all get Ralph's book. If you have not experienced travel like this, if you're like, this all sounds too foreign to me, good. Go get his book, read a page a day. Um, if you want to be like Brad and start a book, Brad can start a book club around the first book if you oh, want. Um, I know he's like, no, don't do that. I'm already <laughs> doing the Pomodoro method from last week. Anyways, how are you going to use these tips in your life? I want to know. I'm Lessa Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's really amazing. I can't believe this is episode 152. We couldn't do this without you. Like yeah, literally. Thanks to Rolf. Yes. And to Rolf for writing this amazing books. So we can have this amazing conversation. Um, make sure that you DM, DM your questions and your bold moments to the Be a Pod on Instagram. Um, we are on all the things. We're on the YouTube. We're on the TikTok. So wherever you enjoy watching or listening to podcasts or, or following and engaging with us, we want to do that with you there. Um, and until next time, be it you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week that so you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. my coffee lovers. 
I got something for you. And I know most of you are coffee lovers because if you're listening to this, you have lots of things you're doing and coffee is something that you are taking with you everywhere you go. In fact, I know the Plaza instructors around here are taking coffee, kombucha, tea, and water into every class that they take. So this one is amazing because this is Pure Cafe Bold. They have two options for you. They've got black coffee and then they've got a caramel coffee latte, which is amazing. And here's why it's amazing. It's pre-brewed. So it comes in this amazing little packet and you can actually just take the packet in to your office, your work on a plane like we've been doing. And then you pour hot water in and boom, you've got coffee. And this coffee actually has some amazing stuff. It's not just regular coffee. This coffee supports your immune system. It boosts cognitive function, increases stamina, it reduces stress, and it has cordyceps. And what are cordyceps, you ask? Oh, that's right, Brad's here. Nature's powerful secret energizer, a rare species of fungi, cordyceps is renowned for its invigorating properties and centuries-old use in traditional medicine packed with essential nutrients. This natural adaptogen boosts stamina and supports overall well-being. And seriously, it's actually super simple to make. Leslie and I have taken it camping. Yeah. I'll use it in the afternoon. We're taking it everywhere because I'm tired of conferences and different hotels having burnt coffee. It's a thousand times better than the terrible coffee that you get on an airplane. And the black coffee is like less than a dollar a packet. So it's like, it's really kind of amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the caramel myself. He the does caramel like has it. a little bit of, uh, of milk in it. So. It has some dairy. So my dairy free peeps, you, you can't do the caramel, but you can do the black, right? Yeah. The black coffee is vegan, keto, gluten-free, non-GMO, nut-free, dairy-free, fat-free, and CGMP compliant. All right. So here's the deal. You need to go to beitpod.com slash coffee, B-E-I-T-P-O-D.com slash coffee. And when you do that, you are going to be able to get some amazing coffee that we're loving. You can buy it as a one-time purchase, or you can actually get it as a subscription. There's even family packs. So if you know that you've got a lot of coffee drinkers in your household, this is amazing. And it's honestly cheaper than all the coffees we've been making at home. So we are so excited. I hope you are. Go to beatpod.com slash coffee. And, you know, cheers to you and I. Every morning, we'll be drinking the same coffee together. Woo!